want to follow up on, on that uh, uh, that question. Uh, the councilman, I know you should be congratulated for passing a great bill, but the fundamental issue that John raised, it means it won't work. And I know it's, it's wonderful that uh, uh, when you pass a good legislation, but it's got to work to be meaningful. John, I ask you, do you have a solution that you could tell the councilman now <laughs> that you go back, how do you resolve this issue that you don't control 90% of the energy use. The councilman's got a good bill, but what's your answer to the councilman? Tell him right now, I, I need an answer. Well, we, we've had many conversations. We've had, um, we've had a lot of conversations. Uh, you know, we, we basically felt, and we, we joined forces with several environmental groups to, to bring a, a, a package to the council uh, that you know, wasn't incorporated in the legislation. But what we look at is that absolute caps, you know, every building is a snowflake. It's totally different from any other building based upon the systems it has in it, based upon the thermal inertia that, that occurs within that building, based upon what the tenants ultimately do in that building. So we, all, we looked at it from a let's continue with the benchmarking process you know, it was 30, it was to reduce it by 40% by 2030, continue with that, and, and ultimately, rather than have a hard carbon cap, simply reward those buildings that actually have reduced the percentage of, of electricity consumed and penalize those that don't, based upon a percentage rather than a hard cap. Uh, and that's just built upon legislation that was was started in the Bloomberg administration. Uh, identify, you know, people say, oh, the, well, buildings are the largest, you know, producer of carbon. Not when they're empty, right? So let's acknowledge that that it's what people do, and and not in a bad way, but in a, in a way that says, hey, guess what? This is the city that never sleeps. These are there are companies that work round the clock. And if I'm comparing that building to another building that is just a nine to five building then that's apples and oranges. So then let's really be, create classes within buildings based upon ultimately what the tenants do and the businesses that they're in. Why can't you ask to find down to your tenants? Why, why, I don't think that will answer answers it. I don't think that solved anything. And I can see why they passed the bill that you're not happy with. I think it's dependent on you to come up with a better solution well, the final solution is to allow the fines to be passed through to the ultimate consumer of electricity, right? We're all individually metered, and I shouldn't be paying for my neighbor's electricity, and they shouldn't be paying for mine. So that's really the ultimate solution. And that, that impacts sub-metering rules, which goes at the state level. Mm -hmm. So the council, there was a council that say that. Um, I, unfortunately, I'm not a state elected official, um, but I'll say this. Um, you know, this is something we took a long time to arrive on where we did. I knew that there weren't going to be a lot of folks who were happy where we landed, but this was not something that we did uh, willy-nilly or did overnight. Uh, this was part of a two-year conversation. There were lots of things that we did take into account. Um, lots of pieces of this legislation that uh, John and, and many of his colleagues have suggested that did land there. Uh, the reason we didn't agree with the percentage reduction uh, were a couple, and I'm going to I'm going to apologize by saying this is that I, I Keiko knew about this before, but I have I have a hard stop um, today, unfortunately, because they they've scheduled the groundbreaking in my district. 
on something that I funded for about a, over a million dollars at 2.30. Uh, so I have to take the train and I have to get back. So again, I apologize. Everyone knew about this beforehand. I'm not trying to run away. <laughs> it, I can vouch for that, yes. Can, and I, and I actually, if, if you have any more questions or any comments, I mean, I will happily take your email. Uh, it's costa at council.nyc.gov, so no one should have to spell my last name on purpose. Uh, only myself and my wife and my poor son. Um, but I'll say this. Uh, we, didn't, uh, we didn't do the percent reduction for a couple of reasons. One, we felt strongly that there were really good actors people who have made, who have done good things, who have worked on their buildings. There's one particular building in my district that, you know, they've been co-op, 20 stories, working on this for a long time. They're compliant for both 2024 and 2030. For them to have to pull another 20% didn't make any sense because they've already been reducing. Uh, we felt strong that new construction What's going to happen on new construction? Is there going to be, are they going to build to the carbon number or are they going to build something that uh, has an easily 20% drop, right? We wanted there to be hard targets. In addition, you know, the sense of urgency that we had meant that we actually had to get to the carbon number. Now, we have a disagreement on how we get there. I recognize that. I, I firmly do. I understand there's a lot of things that are in my control. There are some things that are out of my control. Uh, but the things that I could control, I felt that we landed in a place that was aggressive but was fair and achievable. Um, we obviously have a difference of opinion, as you've heard. I still love John, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to do this again soon at another panel, maybe not as nice as this one. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll say that. And, and unfortunately, I have to go. I apologize. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're